Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast and underkoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Bernie is here. Hello, hello. And Mohanad is here. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Great. It's going great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm unconvinced. Just, you know, no one actually asked that question wanting the answer. It's like, yeah, as long as you're good, just say you're good and move on. No, listen, I mean, this is literally a therapy session. So if anything's wrong, feel free to, to divulge. As Mohanad takes a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it, so we had to delay podding by like a day. And man, it makes a lot of difference. It feels like the weekend was a long time ago. We'll still talk about it a bit, but I don't remember what happened. So hopefully one of you does. Um, I think I think we, we, we it will come back to us. Mm. But we delayed it because of the Canadian elections and people have to go vote and wait in line and get bitten by insects while they waited in line for an hour to vote, which is un-Canadian, by the way. Um, what, so, the, the insects yeah. or waiting in line to vote? Well, the insects are actually very Canadian. <laughs> people don't understand that, but waiting in line for an hour to vote is very un-Canadian. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. just thought you I You actually had to go bend. twice, didn't you? Yeah, because I had other shit to do. <laughs> I had to do it and then come back and do my civic duty as a naturalized citizen. Mm, well, do you play for Qatar now or what? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> if you were Brazilian, you would. At this rate, my son will be playing for, for one of those two. So. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh, well, all right. Well, thank you for leading us there because we did get, we might as well start with the questions. We've got two questions this week, both of them election themed. Um, so, Bernie, I'll start with you. Raul says, which football coaches would be the most appropriate people to lead each of these parties? Liberals, Conservatives, NDP, Greens, Bloc, People's Party of Canada. Uh, he's also included the Rhinoceros Party. Um, so I would have Guardiola living, living, leading the Liberals because he's a smug asshole with good modern ideas, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so I think I think he fits the Trudeau mold and has a little bit of a racism issue. Not racist, just racism issues that he hasn't gotten a hold of, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, the conservatives, Brendan, I think, Ooh. again, another smug asshole, but uh, he just feels very conservative to me. I don't know why, but he just does. Uh, I went for Potter for the NDPs. Uh, good ideas, but ultimately not going anywhere. Okay. Um, PPC, I went Jose. I think he's a he, he's definitely far right dictatorship type of levels that I think he deserves that. Green, I went with Mikel Arteta. Huh. Same. Yeah. Just just irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just I thought okay that'd be a good fit. Uh, the block, because a separatist, it reminded me of Brexit, and I thought, if it's Brexit, it has to be Daesha. Um Interesting. Rhinoceros Party, I went Farca, because Norwich are a joke, and they are a joke, literally a joke of a party, like, literally. Yeah, that's entirely fair. Yeah. Mo, did you, have, uh, did you have time to prepare anything for this? Yeah, I'm not sure if you can still hear me, because my screen just completely went black. Uh, we you can hear you. frozen, but we can hear you. Oh, okay. Well, my whole computer is frozen, but I'll take your word for it. Um, I think I agreed with most of those. I had one in mind. I'm trying to think. I thought 
I want to. I, I went Bielsa for Green. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Just you know, kind of what he's trying to do with what he has and his resources, etc. Kind of doesn't care about his, the stardom. Yeah, like he's no. right, but it's not going to get him anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, you can stick with your ideals, but it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, that was kind of one. Um, other than that, I think I kind of agree with Bernie. Obviously, Sean, Sean Deutsch, we agree. Pep, yeah, Klopp a little bit as well, potentially on the liberal-ish side. Um, kind of just similar ideas, similar reasons to Pep. Um, I guess him and Chico yeah. gnash their teeth a lot, probably. Mm, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so I know I agree, except with, uh, I'll just add Bielsa in there. All right. Um, I've got a few different ones. Uh, for liberals, I've got Paolo Maldini. Good looking son of a. Uh, oh, you're, you're not even going for managers. You're just going for people to lead. Well, he's involved, isn't he? He's, oh. What is he? He's like a technical director or something. Some, something so, like that. Yeah. I'm taking liberties, but, uh, you know, he's the son of a legend. Um, probably not quite as, as good as dad, but, you know, it's fine. Hair. Oh, and he, and he played down the left, so everyone on the right hates him. Hey. Um, conservatives, I've got Rooney because Aaron O'Toole <laughs> looks about 20 years older than he actually is, <laughs> and so does Rooney. <laughs> Um, NDP, uh, yeah, I like your Potter. I like your Potter idea. I went Nagelsmann, just the suits and the being young and the snappy Fair. dressing and the Fair. Um, and not having won anything yet. Block, uh, Deschamps, a he's French. Mm, I'm Block. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grumpy, successful, blunt, uh, and obviously low block and counter. Had to get that in. Um, I went with Arteta for the Greens as well, self-explanatory. And People's Party, I went Lampard because he's a Tory and Chelsea was his home riding and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thought went to that one. Yeah. I, I, I added one. I added Libertarian Party of Canada. Is that a thing? It is, apparently. Oh, dear. And I went Ole for a flick flick anything. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, that's what that party believes in. Just whatever, man. <laughs> oh, man. We, we should start a Vibes Party of Canada. That'd be fun. And inshallah. Well, yeah, that, would exactly. be, that would also be led by Arteta. <laughs> so that's a problem. He can't lead two parties. But yeah. yeah. Well, he would try, though, if anyone would. Hmm. Um, all right. And then we had a, a slightly similar but different question um, from Jojo at Mojo Dobjo, who said, basically... Um, if you were to use a Premier League team for each of these political parties, which would you choose? Um, I mean, anyone? I think Bur- Burnley is pretty much in there. That's done for People's Party. 100%. I mean, that's we can all agree on that. Um, green, do we want to go with... I mean, Arsenal, again, with Arteta can be green just in terms of like the youth project and etc. I think yeah. of green as like young and clean and... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I went Brighton, but yeah. yeah similar, similar. similar vibe. Similar vibes. What else we got? Le... Block would be well. Who has a lot of French? I mean, in the past, it would have been Arsenal with tons of French players. But there's a lot of French players now in the league. I, I, I and what we... about Crystal Palace, Vieira? Yeah. I don't know. We it's can't escape the low block analogy. Just mm. saying. Yeah. Whoever plays a low block, eh, block is Jose. Well, Any, then it would Jose be team. Spurs. Yeah. I mean, Spurs under what's his name right now? Maybe I I I went with for block. I went. They're not in the Premier League right now, but Swansea or Cardiff, just because of the Wales and mm. Quebec similarities. Mm. Good point. And then Spurs, I put them as NDP because, like, they say a lot of the right things. They're overly reliant on the lead, like the talisman, who's actually more popular than the actual thing, and they never win anything. 
Mm. Did I, it, it, does Jagmeet Singh want to go to the to the to the liberals? <laughs> would, would, he, would he take a move? Because <laughs> it sounds you know if that's the, if that's the analogy there, then that's scary for the NDP. I use yeah. uh, Man United as the conservatives because it's a formal evil empire mm. that is gaining a little bit of ground, but not enough to actually be to win anything. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I I went I went city because the fan base has reached its maximum and they're massively reliant on oil money. <laughs> I like it. And fraud. <laughs> uh, I've gone Liverpool for liberals. Um, long stretch of dominance in the past, recently become a force again. And they play in red, obviously. Yeah, fair, fair. Are we all agreeing on Renaissance parties in Norwich just because they're a joke? Yeah, same, yeah, yeah. same I'm as good. fuck. I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Their existence in the Premier League is just satire at this point. <laughs> They're just conceding so I many mean, surely, goals. Surely Leeds has to be someone, you know, who, who does who does a lot of running around and doesn't get anywhere. <laughs> Probably <laughs> someone, libertarians. Someone must be Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who's the fittest? I would say, oh, who's the fittest Jag, party? Jag, Jagmeet, probably. Jag probably. Yeah. He does a lot of oh, dancing. Oh, I was going to say dancing. United there. You've got, you know, <laughs> <laughs> You've got a shout yeah. there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, that was fun. Thank you. Appreciate the questions, Raul. Appreciate it. Um, Jojo. Um, all right. What games happened? Oh, City. Games. Well, City smashed someone in the uh, Wickham in the League Cup midweek today. But on the weekend, we're absolutely useless, which was enjoyable. Yeah, like Pep invited the fans to come to a game where against Southampton <laughs> they had no thoughts on target. It's like pick your moments. Like, yeah, that was look. I thought the whole like Pep thing was blown out of proportion. People were, you know, obviously rival fans and the banter. They're gonna jump on that and say tin pot club. And you guys, you know, to continue the stories of there's never fans in the stadium and there's never fans online and whatever. As true as that may be, the point is, <laughs> Pep didn't say it in that way. I think he's just trying to get more fans in the stadium. He likes the atmosphere, but obviously it was spun in a way that it made City fans look ridiculous online. Um, but yeah, like at the end of the, at the end of the day, just bad timing because that game was it was really bad from City. I mean, they had a lot of possession, but just nothing happening. I think what was interesting is his comments. Like you said, they were a bit spun, but City fans did get annoyed. And I mean, the few that we have. Cameron and and Aaron, props to you guys. Through their them by name, <laughs> exactly. That's how, how many, that's how many I know. Mr. Rouse as well. Uh, this is true, but because like you know they're your friends, you start to see things on on the timeline, and they were they were not happy. Like you know, it's a it's a thing that will, it's a fleeting thing, whatever. But they were not happy by his statement, and because they wanted him to talk about reducing the prices, right, mm-hmm. and and like so defend them instead of effectively pushing back at, at them, but. On onto the game, yeah, it was a bunch of nothing. And Mohamed has been saying regularly that City are absolutely unwatchable, and this was horrendous. And in fact, Southampton in many ways got robbed um, of, that a, was a penalty. Of, of a decision. That was so uh, such a bad decision. Wasn't it the, the ref called foul? it? I think the ref called a red card or something, and then they overturned it and decided to overturn the whole thing. Like, how does that? How does that make any sense? I don't it was understand. Horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah, I thought I thought Southampton acquitted themselves really well. Um, 
And we kind of, because Southampton were a total joke last season, we kind of expected them just to come into the season and be useless. But that hasn't been the case so far. That said, they always start the season better than they finish it. So I'm not, I'm not jumping to any conclusions here. But, but yeah, City were bad, man. City were bad. Uh, and like, he started with Sterling through the middle and Jesus on the right and, and Grealish on the left. And it just, they just need a striker. I, I, I know it's not a revelationary point, uh, nor is it original, but it's just so bloody obvious. Yeah, but Pep loves not doing the obvious. Like, it's intentional at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he loves not playing a defensive midfielder in a Champions League final. It's like, so, you know, it doesn't take a genius. He loves somehow going into the season without a striker. And Jesus does not count, even if you play him down the middle. Like, the point is, Pep has so, like, as brilliant as he is, and he sees all the things that we might not see and all the all that stuff, some of the stuff that is so obvious, he just elects, because he's not an idiot. Like, he elects to think, I can still do this without that very obvious thing that I need. I mean, yeah. Sterling down the middle, he's not been on form. It didn't look good. It didn't work. Yeah, Fernandino, Gundogan, and Silva in midfield. Like, I know De Bruyne and Foden came off the bench, but, you know, Southampton aren't the greatest, but a midfield of Gundogan, Fernandino, and Silva you know, should not dominate a lot of Premier League teams. And we saw it here. They just could not really dominate the game. And it's- and I understand that Gabriel Jesus, like, we know he's not that good. Like, I get it. But he is a striker. And I get he's playing anywhere because he's just trying to save his career at this point. Like, whatever. But, I mean, his apparently record isn't great, but he's got 84 goals in 201 games for City. Like, if this was the era pre-Ronaldo and Messi, that's actually a great goal-scoring record. So he is your best striker. Just play him there. I feel like he's doing that Jose thing of trying to make a point. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Just put him in up front, for goodness sake, and then you can finally get Raheem Sterling or someone else on the pitch. The other point he's trying to make somehow is not playing Riyad Mahrez. Why? He is honestly your best player after after KDB and Foden, potentially, like by far. He is such a brilliant player. We saw it today in the Carabao Cup. We see it every time he comes on. I think he has like eight goals already this season just from sub-appearance, something ridiculous like that. But the point is, why do you keep not playing Mars? It doesn't make any sense. He is your best right winger. Play him every game. Also, they're going to lose... Unless, unless I'm lacking some knowledge about who qualified for the African Cup of Nations, they're going to lose him for a month. So you might as well get the most out of him as you can now. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, and I think, I know some people will say, yeah, he, starts, uh, he started a decent amount of games, but I've never felt that Pep has really liked him or at least felt that he could trust him as his out-and-out right winger from the very beginning. I think it's because of the flair aspect of him. Um, I don't know. I, I would prefer him on a different team because I just like players like him to do their thing. He reminds me of Grealish in a sense of, I don't want that kind of player at City. I just want to see him somewhere else where you build a team around him and let him do his thing. It'd be fun at Leicester. Very much so. (laughs) And I think the opposite of that is why Sterling got a really good gig by joining City because I think he's great at kind of just, or at least when he is on form, doing his thing, doing his tap-ins, being in the right place at the right time. But again, I think Sterling in a team that requires him to be the flair guy on that wing is not going to happen. And I think kind of the system works for some players and it doesn't work for others at City. Yep, that's fair. Um, In contrast, Liverpool smashed Crystal Palace um, and they're just flying. They're flying. Like, I think expectations for them are a little lower because of last season, um, which was all over the place. But they started this with with Thiago and Simicas and and Canate. I think was his like. 
debut. I think um, so. Yeah. And they just looked. And James Milner, a right back. Like it was a really bad buy. It was James Milner, Konate, and Simikas. And then oh, obviously, yes. the, yeah, the Van Dijk, Trent but... not playing really pissed you off. Um, <laughs> for fantasy football, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but they just, they just, it was easy for them. Yeah. And Thiago's playing much more. Um, he's starting to kind of slowly play him into form slightly, um, which is good to see. And again, what's his name? Scored a brilliant goal. Keita, uh, Keita oh, scored a, a brilliant hit. goal. Yeah. Yeah. And Salah doing his thing as usual. Mane as well with a goal. So it's going well. They're they're doing they're doing really really well and um, I I still you know Salah is only uh, making my bet for him to be top scorer all the more uh, mm-hmm. easy and I think everyone should always bet on him but the only caveat I'll use is Crystal Palace are supposed to be this easy like I think the Spurs thing confused a lot of people but again there's red card other things mitigating factors as well and Spurs aren't very good either so this is supposed to happen they'll have stiffer tests. But hey, if you can do this with Milner and Simikas and Kanate, then you know they may have resolved some of the squad depth issues that we talked about. Where if people get injured, what do they do? Maybe this is a good sign of that. Maybe my impression of Palace, and I don't know. I I feel like it's very likely this is borne out in the stats, but I haven't checked. Is that they're really difficult to beat when they're at home, and very much not difficult to beat when they're not. Is this a Hodgson thing or? Yeah, I mean, it might change somewhat under Vieira, but like, uh, I'll, I'll it just feels like you. what they what they do. When I look at the table and I look at games and stuff, and if I had to pick one team that I know the least about this season in the in the league, it's Palace. Like they changed really? a lot over. The, yeah, it's just I feel they changed a lot over the summer. They brought in a lot of different you know unknown players, but young players. They changed their manager. Obviously, Vieira, I know, but you know what I mean. Like, kind of when I look at them and when I watch them play. It just doesn't come natural to me. I mean, I watch a Burnley, I watch a Wolves, I watch a whatever, and I know every single player and what's going to happen. And Chris Paz just seemed to change a lot in the summer. I, I'm just not very familiar with them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does make sense. I, I would, I would though, because you, you monitored especially, I think, of, of the three of us watches like a, more random games. I would, I would encourage you to watch Palace um, because then you can do scouting reports on the players that. I'm interested in, but not be bothered to watch. Right, like, like Michael Elise um, and Odson Edward, and uh, who was the gay as uh, Eze who got injured last season, but looked looked really. Who, who good. stood up was who stood out for them so far as Gallagher. Is Gallagher, Gallagher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chelsea boy, eh? Yep. Watch them like I don't know. They they in in a few minutes they'll replace a couple of their midfielders with Gallagher and Gilmore, and like nothing will have happened. They'll they'll still be, or perfect. they'll make fifty million <laughs> on, on yeah. them each, like yeah. with like with Tammy or whatever he went for. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, sticking with uh, what happened on Saturday, uh, Mohamed, um, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Uh, all summer. <laughs> I said Martin Odegaard would be a good signing and you were very unhappy with him um, and uh, look at that free kick lovely little free kick he's won Arsenal a game okay what's is there a question <laughs> <laughs> no explain yourself <laughs> I'm still I, you know I think this is one of those where it's like oh he got his one in 
give it now, you know, a dry spell of four weeks or something. And look, <laughs> Arsenal are struggling so hard in attack. I think you look at the game before against, who was it, Norwich, the the goal that came off, you know, Pepe's heel as he tumbled into the post. <laughs> and then this game, a free kick that, you know, in 100 years, you wouldn't have bet money if Odegaard scoring that. And then nothing else all game. It just, it's not promising. Odegaard is trying. And I, I like the fact that, you know, he is doing his thing. He's, you know, he's putting in a lot of effort. He's trying his best. He's trying to get the game to click. But in attack, we just don't look good. Our final touches, Pepe had a couple. Saka is still hungover from the Euros. Really bad performances to start the season. Oba is just inconsequential at this point. And I'm starting to kind of get on the on the side of it's not all his fault. We really look bad just linking midfield to attack. So he just doesn't get a lot of the ball the way other strikers in the league do. Um, he can definitely do more himself, but I, I don't think it's all on him, especially at his age, at what he's kind of looking for. So I don't know how Arteta, I know Arteta loves to focus on defense and being, you know, solid and not conceding and playing a slightly more defensive lineup or, you know, maybe not this game with the lineup, but in general. And I just worry about our attacking flair and what that's going to be like rest of the season. That's fair. I, I think... Yeah, Saka does look hungover. In fact, I saw a tweet about this and I, and I thought this was a pretty good point. Are there any of the England players that have started the season very well? I, I can Declan Rice seems fine, but everyone else pretty much seems very off. Kane, Mount can't, can't get through a game. I, I, I think I would agree. Trash. No one's standing out. Like Calvin Phillips has been injured. Go. Yeah, Trent didn't go. Shaw's been okay. Reese James has barely played. Yeah, what happened? Like these guys haven't really. Grealish has been all right. Like whatever. Eh. Huh. Interesting. He also he also didn't play a lot for England in the Euros because he wasn't at City yet. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I'm I'm now revisiting those videos we saw of the England boys after the tournament, and they were having a very good time. That, yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. They they really did. They really <laughs> did. That would explain a lot actually. Yes. Um but yeah, to Mohan's point, Arsenal very much struggling going forward. I will I will say though that Tommy Asu looked very good. He won a lot of headers, which is what he's there to do as a six foot two fullback. Um Gabriel looked beast. Looked very, very good as well. So there there are some promising defensive signs, if not if not going forward. I think Ramsdale is 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 looking much better than I expected. Oh, at least. no. I, I, know I wasn't here for the Burnley game pod. I don't I told think, you guys. He, he dominated his box against Burnley. Um, he... Wait, this is the Burnley game. The exactly. <laughs> um, it, it happened so long ago, it feels like it's a game before the current game. Um, he dominated his box. He caught a lot of balls. He didn't punch them out. He, you know, his distribution was great. He had that great kick to, to Abba to kind of um, take on a counter-attack. Like, I just feel like he's coming in. It obviously helps that he has Gabriel back in front of him. He has Thomas Partey now. So, you know, it's a little bit unfair on Leno because the defense got much better from, a you know, our backbone perspective. Um, Tommy Yasu as well is another huge factor in that. So, um, but overall, he's doing what he needs to do. He seems like a likable guy. The fans are getting on his side slowly. And if he can keep it up, then he can keep it up because we all know Leno's gone either in January or the end of the season. So you might as well play uh, Ramsdale. Fair, yeah. But what's up with all our players like getting like cramps and stuff? Like not injuries, just cramps. Like they're exhausted. Like Tierney and and um, Tomiyasu and and Partey. Like we play once a week, guys. Like this is embarrassing. Poor preseason, maybe. Maybe. So here's a weird thing. 
the so Reese Nelson, if anyone remembers who he is, went on loan to Feyenoord in the summer, and then the final manager pronounced him injured and basically said that like training at Arsenal is too hard and he's overexerted himself and he's injured and we'll see when he's available to come back. Um, and Arteta was asked about this and he basically didn't deny it. He was like, we have this great stats company and they've basically confirmed that the training sessions we've done over the last two years have been the most intense that anyone at this club has well, ever well, done. Well, he so, was asked this by a burner account set up by Arsenal. <laughs> so he can answer the question. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. 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 They literally used a picture of one of the marketing girls that works at Arsenal in and created this burner Twitter account to ask him the question so he could respond to the allegations. It's just embarrassing. But is this supposed to be a really. good thing or like like intense and like what is he talking about? I mean, he, he was clearly presenting it as a good thing, but like when it comes off the back of another club has declared your player injured just because of training, it, it sounds a bit dodgy. Mm. Who knows? Who knows, honestly? All right. All right. Um, Wolves nil, Brentford two. Wolves are all over the place, and I, for one, would not mind if they got relegated. Let's see. Goals for... Oh, they've scored... Sorry, what was the score? Two nil to Brentford, Ivan Tony. I I was Brentford, I didn't realize uh, Wolves had scored a goal this season. Uh, one specialist subject. Hang on. They scored. <laughs> they scored. They scored two, but one of them was an own goal, so it drops down to one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like Brentford are scoring goals, man. Today in the in the League Cup, they scored seven. I know it's past whoever old them or whatever, but still, like you know, for Brentford to score seven goals or six goals or whatever it is, two goals against Wolves, they scored a lot of goals this season, and it's not just Tony. So. Um, yeah, Mbuemo looks good when he was playing. Baptiste looked good this game as well. Like a lot of them, they they seem to be playing um, really well. And you know, Raya in goal has been fantastic. They're they're doing they're doing the job, and it looks like you know they keep this up. They're not going to be in a relegation battle. It should be crazy, you know, for them to, at the start of the season. Think that they might not be in a relegation battle. Come whatever, right? Yeah. How I, did you I, feel about Ivan Tony saying that Arsenal are shit? And they need a striker, which, I mean, he is, and he's very good. He he was effectively saying... Sign me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't think they're going to win anything until they get a striker. And then, and then he did the, the in-person equivalent of the eyes emoji. <laughs> Look at me, I'm the captain now. One, he yeah. did the thing that, Alex, that you accuse Alex of doing every podcast. What's Mumbling? That? Like, hmm, just sign a striker. <laughs> <laughs> just the under, the under, kind of through the through the clenched teeth comments. Yeah, he did that. Just off, just off there. Um, but yeah, no, they've been fantastic. And Wolves have not looked good at all. Um, again, struggling in attack. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Was so bad. Adama Traore. Just the crossing was horrendous man it just it becomes it's becoming a meme now it's just get you know someone had like adama all like muscled up and someone's yes. like what happens if what happens if this guy's running down at you and you're playing left back it's like nothing I just let him get to the byline and then i get ready for the goal kick you know it was so funny it was brilliant <laughs> yeah he, he really is just uh, it's such a shame because he could be so good but he's completely ridiculous as as it stands but wolves are, are a little bit the striking situation depresses me because like 
they spent what was it 35 million on Fabio Silva mm-hmm. who has never looked like he could cut it and then Raul Jimenez like nearly died and their plan was just like yeah let's just bring him back and hope that he's fine which he very clearly isn't um like buy a striker like Otson Edward is right there. Yeah. <laughs> like Dako is right there. Anyone. And, and none of them are none of them are expensive. Like you're not gonna break the bank at all. If they'd like, moved early, they could have got Danny Ings. I know he's not Portuguese. And I, but... and I don't know if this is or true or not, but like my gut feeling about Wolves for the last couple of seasons is that they're too flick flick tricky and but small like i know adama troria side but like i look at you know it's just a gut feeling i've had with the motinho and the neves and the trincao and you know podence and what's his name the other dude um the other short dude that's really good they're best neto neto like they're all really skillful but like is it enough is there enough there for the premier league and i always thought you know they have to all be playing really well and everything is gelling and things are going great for them to have to win a game but to kind of you know, grind one out. I just don't feel that they have that in them. Nope, fair enough. They also have a, a bang average goalkeeper in, in Jose Sarr, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I, I, I hope people that listen to this pod every week get that. You know, that's, that's, that's good. Um, also, Connor Cody is really bad. He's just like yeah. somehow taken as the as as a good player because he's a bit English and he's sometimes <laughs> he's sometimes in the squad. Like it's just he's not good. He's nope. not. Yeah. Agreed. Um Bernie, you, you love bagging on Norwich, so I'll let you do that. Norwich one, Watford three. If you're losing three one to Watford, like forget about it. They've lost every single game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate this team. I hate this team. So they are the most inconsequential team in Premier League history. Like their history and like thumped seven nil, and like Aguero getting and what's his name Suarez and Salah just bagging hat tricks on them. Like you no, could man. argue no. that their their significance, and I say this as someone who likes Norwich just like in principle, but their their significance is that they have a massive role to play in who wins the Golden Boot. <laughs> that's that, that's a good point. <laughs> if you can't get a hat trick against them, you probably don't deserve the Golden Boot. <laughs> You've got a center back pairing of Kabak and Hanley. I can't believe Grant Hanley is still starting games for anyone. Right? Like, it's crazy. It feels like I, I've watched Grant Hanley when I was like in diapers. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Brandon Williams, though, he's playing well for them aside from the collective. He's been good against Arsenal. He was great. He's, he's doing his best, whatever he can with this team. Is he on loan, Bernie, or sold? He's on loan, yeah. Okay, that's good because I think he's a good enough player to keep at United. Like, he seems promising. I don't know what you think. I mean, you're obviously into it a lot more, but your face says you're not. I'm just, I'm just hoping he has well enough that someone buys him for ten million. Like, not oh. because I, I don't rate him, but we just need to sell some players. Wouldn't you rather keep him and sell Tejas though? No, like, Tejas is like guy? he's a model. <laughs> they always bring him out to do the kits first before anyone else. I don't know why. I think he's just like. He's he's a drip drip king or something. So, like, I, I we need we need a bit of sauce, just a little bit more sauce. So I, I like Tellers. Okay, fair enough. Um, Ooh, ben Foster played, but you know what? The Premier League is not allowing him to put a stupid GoPro in the goal. Like, there's such party poopers. <laughs> that is a shame. His YouTube channel is brilliant. Yes, and I was literally waiting for him to get into the Premier League so I can watch the same YouTube. But they're like, no, like, why not? Like, all these stupid rights. Like, he's a player in the league. Let him do his thing. 
he, they're probably worried someone will hack in and then stream from his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great view, just of his butt all game. <laughs> be uh, oh man. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm just learning about this game as we're talking about it. Sure. Danny Rose started at left back for Watford. Yeah. And they still won three <laughs> one. Hey. It's a sad state that's, of affairs. That's how bad Norwich are. Yeah. Esmael Asar, though, is killing it this season. Mm. Killing it with the goals from midfield. Again, another one for FPL. Cheap, great returns. Musa Sissoko in midfield. Like, I'm sorry, Norwich, you cannot lose to this team. Uh, another one for FPL, but do you have him in your team, Ronan? No. And uh, you are oh, below me. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Here we go. So yep. which page are you yep. both on? Uh, oh, look at you. <laughs> Look at you! Yeah, I'm still above Monet, who was talking shit. So yeah, that's all. That's all that matters. You, right. you, you, you sold your soul and just got Ronaldo in your team. Okay, let's just. It's not. On. It's not my problem. Oh, funny. <laughs> it was a free hit, so it doesn't matter. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was his defense in court. It was definitely a free hit. Yeah. Well <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know who else got a free hit? Aston Villa, because. Uh, Ben Godfrey got himself sent off, didn't he? Someone got sent off for Everton, did they not? Boy, they oh, needed oh. this one because Aston no, Villa making were... That sorry. Aston Villa were... Sorry, wait, who did Aston Villa play? If oh, you yeah, know, uh, Everton. Sorry, you I thought it was a sending this? off, but I, I guess I just made that up. Um, I just saw the highlights. He got a yellow, if that's confusing. Okay. Leon yeah, Bailey maybe. played well, but... I mean, we can talk about Villa, but we can... Also talk about Benitez unraveling. They just lost in the League Cup as yep. well today. They just lost 3-0 to Aston Villa, who had a horrendous run up to that point. Obviously, again, I would like to take credit for putting the Marai Gray in my team. <laughs> and then Everton are not able to score a goal for two games. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yep. That's unfortunate. But yeah. you're right. Everton are, are unraveling. It's all, it's all going wrong a lot quicker than, than we thought. We thought like Benitez would be fine. For them, but well, it also went way too well. You know what I mean? He, he needed to balance mm-hmm. it out. He was doing way too well, which means the drop would be steep. Oh, this is what Ancelotti Anch- did last season. Same thing. Same thing. Where's James Rodriguez? He's, go- he's going <laughs> to uh, Qatar or something. They, they they are desperately trying to find him a solution. My God, you guys remember our obviously our flavor of the month. Uh, article uh, mm-hmm. on the website and he's literally flavor of the month everywhere he's gone you know, Madrid everything he's gonna be one in the Qatari league like it, <laughs> just... it, it is amazing although it, it part of me is just like he is also a quality player and Everton are Everton it's like just play him <laughs> Alex the thing is Actually, I was going to say who isn't a quality player and probably everyone in Norwich. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he hasn't done anything worth talking about in, like, eight years. <laughs> or whatever 2014 fair, World Cup was. <laughs> to, to be fair, they have Rondon up front for these games that they're kind of messing about. Like, Richarlson isn't playing. You know, it's it will be playing. Like, it's not it's not working for them. Rondon up top without, you know, when you... If you a team like Everton, when you lose, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is a huge deal. And and add to that, Richarlson, like, you cannot just continue I mean, business as usual without those two. I and mean, that's Andros, is in goal, for fuck's sake. So exactly. like, if, if Andros and Damari Gray aren't, aren't doing it, then you're definitely finished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leon Bailey, though, you know. What a hit. Um, you know, Danny Ings' assist was brilliant. 
mm-hmm. for a striker, kind of from where he was on the field to see. I know Bailey was completely open. It was ridiculous from everything to have him just standing there. But just to see it and to play it so perfectly, I thought it was a great ball. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Um, last thing on Villa. Did you guys see the Matty Cash story? Yeah. He's going to be Polish now. Is his oh, name yeah. Cash short for that? Like Kaszczotowski? Is like, is it short for something or like? Maybe Kaszalinko. Kaszalinko. Wow, isn't that Ukrainian? <laughs> Either is way, this, is this racism? <laughs> no, no uh, like the intentions are just to try and find the a Polish last name. How is that racist? Oh. Just, okay, we'll, we'll just, <laughs> un- uneducated just... and racist are two very different things. <laughs> Mono, just uh, just get use a template. Just just pick the the previous Polish right back that you were talking about the other day, and then just yes, transpose. So, so Kashyblowski. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kashyblowski. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kasia, you're right. Kasia, you're once, Poland have been trying to replace Blaszkowski for like a hundred years. Yeah, exactly. They could, like every time I watch Poland Blazakowski or whatever is I'm running down. Tr- I'm <laughs> like, trying to spell his name so that I could find like look at Wikipedia and I can't, so I just type Cuba. <laughs> he's, he's ungoogleable. <laughs> oh man. That's because he's not a real human being. He's like some, you know, undercover robotic thing coming out of Poland that's been playing football for 50 years. Yeah, oh, him and Grant Hanley started at the same time. <laughs> All um, right, let's let's uh, let's go to Sunday. Uh, Bernie, West Ham, Manchester United. Dramatic. A brilliant advert for the Premier League, this is. <laughs> uh, what I, I thought it was a brilliant game. It was a very, very fun game of football to watch. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. My phone was ringing. Um yeah, brilliant game of football to watch. I I greatly enjoyed it. If I was a neutral, this you would did have not. Been... You did not greatly enjoy it. Now it's easy to talk about it, Bernie. Let's not I pretend did, like you. Let's not pretend like you were watching the game and not shitting bricks. Okay, relax. First of all, Mike Mikel Antonio in this game, you guys did not win the game. One, number two, that bullshit penalty that happened at the end. Don't sit there and act all relaxed. Okay. No, I'm not saying relax. I'm saying it was a dramatic game. This is what you want to yeah. see. Yeah. Even not- even if it's against your team, you want to see action and excitement, which is what it was. And by the way, that Antonio thing doesn't make sense because he's played against United many times and done absolutely nothing, especially no. last season when they were better than they are now. It's not about that. It's about the way West Ham played. But this is the way that they play all the time. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. have, it wouldn't have made a difference. With him up top, they missed some ch- They, the, You know, the biggest thing wasn't the missed chances by West Ham. I think when I talk about Antonio, I think there was a couple of counters where I thought, man, if this was Antonio instead of, I can't remember who was Alan quite slow, Bowen or whatever, like... I just felt like he would have muscled his way through some of those counters. Anyways, again, obviously United won the game, whatever. I'm just saying at the time I was thinking, oh, it's just unfortunate that he's not playing. I, I, I felt I that... was so go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I was really impressed by West Ham. I, I watched them play and I, I thought two things. One, like we've said it before, but the job Moyes has done to turn this squad into a competitive outfit is so impressive. They were a joke. Like this club was an absolute joke. And their owners are still a joke, and he's doing it despite them and with very little money. Um, so that's one. And the other thing is that, like, they're better. When you watch them play right now, they're better than Leicester. They're better than Spurs. They're better than Everton. They're, they're the fifth best team in the league. And they're behind both all those teams. It, it's, but, what, when, but the eye test. <laughs> the, see, see and, and this is where I think, like, I was in two minds with West Ham in this game. I thought they were impressive, but then they were shit at the exact same time. 
Like, you give up 10 shots on target to Man United, which is the most anyone has, has had on West Ham. Like, that's not, Antonio doesn't fix that problem. The problem was, last season when they played United, they decided to lock, them, lock down and try and close up shop, sit back. This time they said, we're going to come at you, which made them very, very easy to pick off. If United finished chances, then they had four guilt as chances that you just have to score. This is not a game where we're even praising West Ham at all. So I'm in two minds about praising West Ham because they made it very, very easy and it was poor finishing that made this closer than it really had to be because they didn't trouble De Gea except for the penalty. Fabianski had an unbelievable save mm-hmm. from that left foot shot by Bruno. Unbelievable. Onto the post, I believe it was. That was... Yep. There was just no time to react. Like, even me watching it, I, I couldn't react fast faster than Fabianski just watching the game. I thought that was save of the season, to be honest. So far. So far, so yeah. Far. Like, I brilliant. honestly thought. And then he had the one from Ronaldo on the flank. He had one from Wambisaka on the flank. He had one from Ronaldo again. And, like, they were battered. Of course, they were... Two penalties that I think should have been given. They got theirs was given, which was correct as well. It was it was a mess, and they eleven corners they conceded like to Man United uh, to two. They got listen. West Ham commend them for staying in the game, but it should have been done and dusted very very early. Like Tomine again, every time he plays for United, I'm like, wow, this yep. kid is good. Like, and maybe it's compared to Fred, maybe it's compared to Matic, but at the end of the day, every time I watch him play. I'm just angry at how good he is. Out of nowhere, this kid, you know, costs nothing and he's this good. And I think he's only going to get better. Um, But here's a question for you, Bernie. And again, you know, just a question. Who's had the better season so far, Maguire or Varane? Um, I would probably say Maguire, Hmm. to be honest. Um, But the caveat is this. United have conceded four goals this season of which only one of them I feel was a good goal that the other team scored. The rest were literally deflections or one worldly from ailing. So the defense is doing what it's supposed to do in actual fact. So I, I can't come down too hard on Varane or Maguire at all because, like I said, literally three deflections and one worldly. De Gea like, also on form helps a lot mm-hmm. with that stat. Like De Gea has been brilliant this season so far. He has, specifically against Wolves, yes. He, he's been good. And in this game as well, with the penalty save. And let's get to that, shall we? Because as much as I've praised David Moyes, the decision to bring Mark Noble on for a penalty was completely bonkers. No, I, I, So I, I, I will caveat this by saying the context is they've missed four out of their last five. They don't have a good penalty taker. So if he thought like Noble's the only one, the only person at this club that can convert a penalty, that might be an explanation. But we saw it at the Euros bringing people on just to take a penalty is so dangerous. I just thought, honestly, no exaggeration at the time. And I still think it right now. It is potentially the most tin pot thing I've ever seen in this league (laughs) since I've started watching it. Like, I'm not even joking. I Mm -hmm. could not believe. And this is before the penalty miss. I was just mad at what was going on. Like, I'm sorry, at this level, this is not a World Cup penalty shootout. This is not, you know, that's a different story. But this I've never seen that happen in a Premier League game. And you've got 11 professionals on there and you think, you know, Noble, who I don't care how good he is at taking penalties. He's cold. He's not, you know, he's not warmed up. He has no touch or feel for the situation or the ball or whatever at the moment. I just thought that was so... Tin pot is just the perfect word for me because it's just so small. You know what I mean? It's so... He was in his tracksuit. He literally had to get undressed. I disagree. I disagree. It's funny. 
Like, don't get me wrong. It's hilarious and it's funny. But I totally disagree in that it was a bonkers decision because he is last year they called him the second best penalty shooter in the world in the world sorry and, and who, di- who did Lewandowski and was only better than him and I just Moise. looked at, I just looked Mo- this up Mo- right now Moise did. Moise only did. Lewandowski was better than him like this is Bruno Fernandez we're talking about as well like his, his whole career is probably like 90.5% conversion rate with penalties like it's ridiculous so when when I look at it I'm, I'm saying to myself he is that good You've missed four in a row, apparently what you guys said. I didn't know that point, right? And then you have someone that's the probably the best in the league, if not for Bruno Fernandez, available to just walk up and take a spot kick, like to send the keeper the wrong way. I think we put too much emphasis on the whole, are they cold thing? The thing with England was they were young guys in a pressure situation. It wasn't about like, oh, they're cold. It's young guys in a pressure situation is a problem. This is an experienced guy and the best points taker in the league. My most likely. Well, well, he I don't the think there's anything the wrong with that. You have to make a decision to draw this game that you've struggled in. I think it's okay. I don't. I wouldn't do it, but I think it's okay to do. So, just a couple of things. He is the best in the league now because Bruno doesn't take penalties anymore. So that's one. Thing. <laughs> um, the second thing is, Bernie, you've played a lot of football. You know the cold thing is a thing. Like you cannot just come off the bench and take a, a, a high pressure penalty, no matter how experienced you are. Like I get it. He could have just scored that, and this would not be a point. But you know, in the one in 10, right? If we're talking about he misses one in 10, then th- all the variables were just stacked against him to miss this one and make it. But the then why is Van Hall a genius for bringing Tim Cruel Cole to save penalties? It's a different that's situation different. though. Because why? A, 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 because that's more of a psychological thing than it is anything. And it's a penalty and, and... shootout. You can miss, f- you know, if the, you just need to do, you need to save one out of the five. It's not about one that the whole thing, yeah. you know, this one for the trophy. Exactly. Cruel has five to seven chances to save a penalty. Noble has to score this. Yeah, but like he has, like we're talking about being cold, right? Like we're talking about he's got to dive in the right direction. Like he's got to get the, the amount of leap into into his legs and everything to save the penalty. I'm just saying the logic that we're using in terms of him being cold, all he has to do is walk up to it and put the goalie the other way. That's it. That it is literally it. Penalty. It's not that difficult for him to do. It was his the experience. worst penalty he's ever taken. I mean, did you see where the ball ended? It was it rubbish was... penalty. Exactly. It was absolutely rubbish. There's but reasons behind it. If that. he scored it, you go, okay, cool, whatever. It's like... Yeah, but he didn't. I'll give you an example. It's like in the NFL <laughs> when they bring a kicker, right? They bring a kicker in, like, to score a field goal. That guy is cold as shit. Yeah, but that's, that's because no one else his... on the team can do it. That's literally his only job. All, he, all Noble Brady, does right now is practice penalties and training. I guarantee Brady, kickers you. He doesn't run already, around. <laughs> kickers are already given so much shit, and now you want to take the one thing away from him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Harry, let's, let's segue to Tottenham Chelsea because Harry Kane is edging edging towards his dream of becoming an NFL kicker. One more thing on this game though, Alex. Lingard. I don't want to like skip past Jesse Lingard because this guy is inevitable as you guys said. In a weird him sold. In a weird way I did. Of course, I want thirty million. What do you want me to do, Brandon and what? him? Is forty I, I million combined. I, I love don't understand it. why Bernie's like selling her for thirty million, sell Brandon Williams for ten million. What are you doing with these money? You putting in your pocket? Just keep them, bro. Bro, I just want us to be able to afford a defensive midfielder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. United yeah. cannot afford anybody. No, yeah. clearly. Like every summer, we hear about this. Oh, and then at the end of the summer, you've got like four new. <laughs> end of the summer is like, oh, Ronaldo, see you. <laughs> 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 
I get it. I get it. But if we're going to pretend that we're poor, at least sign players so that you can justify you like cannot, signing someone. You cannot be poor when you get 35 million for freaking what's his name? Um, and James. Dan James. Like, Unreal. This is, hey, I'm that's still the first one in a that. while. But okay. hey, Jesse, great goal. Great goal to win a game. Like, brilliant. And, and you know what I thought was, was unbecoming? Uh, was that Lingard was trying very hard not to celebrate that goal, and your two Portuguese wankers were pushing him to do it. Did you, did you see his, like, uh, when, they, when they push you to go say hi to the girl that you like? like <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what he looked like. But hey, those two Portuguese wankers are combining for goals. So whatever. I'll let them. I'll let them I can't believe, I can, as much as I hate him, I can't believe Bruno doesn't get the assist for that. And I know we've argued about it, but come on, man. It was all in that cross. It was perfect. Like, just because Fabianski got a touch, I, I, I never get that. Got a touch is, is harsh. He saved it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great save on top of all the other great saves he was doing in the game. <laughs> He just got unlucky that Ronaldo, like, also, who's the defender? That, uh, um, Ogbonna? Zuma? No, no, the, the left back, the white guy. Uh, uh Cresswell. Cresswell. What an idiot. The white like, what guy. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> you had, you had, you had a, a one and two chance. There's Kufal, Cresswell, <laughs> It is a 50 50 back line, to be fair. <laughs> Hundred uh, percent. They actually, good. they actually, to, to Bernie's point about their defending, they actually looked better with Craig Dawson. <laughs> Zuma tried his hardest to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> so bad, man. Uh, man. Anyway, yeah. Speaking sorry. of uh, speaking of defenses, you've got Tottenham with Emerson, Royale, Romero, both playing on the same side. I think it's been costing them the season, man. Like Romero is this a great is the first player. time it happened, man. No, but like individually as well like i think someone tell me a little bit about emerson royale here because i didn't see him enough for barcelona i don't think he played that he, much he for barely him. played yeah right so he he went he was in brazil barcelona bought him and loaned him to betis for two seasons where he was um supposedly like one of the best right backs in la liga um and they actually, really need a right back barcelona it's like, actually really worse than a that. right back it's worse than that alex it was it was accounting fraud they brought him in and they told Batiste, if you go half seas on us with him, <laughs> we'll give you to him on loan. So they it cost like eighteen million. Batiste paid nine. Batiste bought him out and then Barca bought him back and then sold him and again. Sold him. <laughs> like yeah. But I actually thought he was he was all right. I, I really don't think he did too much wrong there. And I don't honestly don't think Chelsea had to do much. Really, this was a, this for me. This game was a massive case of like obviously a game of two halves, Clive, etc. Um, <laughs> but the first half was like Tottenham at their absolute best. <laughs> this is so to, insulting. To, no, 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 but it's true. Like they had a very good half, right? But that was them maximum effort, pressing 100, 100 miles an hour, like doing everything they could possibly do. And Chelsea were just like holding them off. Like like a adult holds a child by the forehead, and then second half they obviously couldn't keep it up, and Chelsea just strolled in and, and scored a couple of you know crap goals and one good one. I mean, Chelsea played Kepa. I mean, if that's not insulting, oh exactly. <laughs> Who got a cramp? <laughs> <laughs> I I just felt that like Chelsea won but didn't do anything. If you know no. what I mean, like the especially the first two goals, and I turned it off. I, I was like, I'm done with this game. Like whatever. But the corner and then the deflection, it just felt like Chelsea were like, okay, we'll just try a couple sh- a couple things. And, oh, we scored? Great. Cool. Like, I don't think there was, like, any assertion of 
dominance. You know, like they held him at bay and great, but like, was it this wonderful attacking display? No. no. Did so, they did they really hurt Spurs in in and score two goals? No, not really. They were just competent and won the game. A couple of quick points in this game, very quickly. Alonso is mm-hmm. such a good player; it's unreal. Um, Lukaku, I spent my wild card to bring him in. Chelsea scored three goals. He's involved in none. He was <laughs> actually so quiet. Like, I know. They, they, ridiculous. Yeah. And finally, again, more love on Tuchel. Like, mm-hmm. he changed this game with the country introduction at halftime because it's not an easy decision. A lot of managers just say, you know, wait till the 60th, 70th minute, whatever, see what happens. He just went, no, Mason Mount, you're not playing well. Kante, get in there, give us some energy, buzz around, do your thing. You know, he likes to call him like a cheat code. And that's kind of how we use them. And I think, again, bringing on Timo Werner in the 70th minute for Kai Havertz, like, I just think he's really good at managing the games for Chelsea. And I think Kante really changes game for them. Like you said, game of two halves and Chelsea just dominated in the second half. Yeah. And and that was that was like a very... It, it was almost funny. It was just like, oh, we, we don't have control of the game. Specifically, we don't have control in central midfield. What can I possibly do about this? Or just bring on like the world's best central midfielder. And and it just fixed it automatically. What what and, and bothers it, me about it is that it's like, yeah, let's bring on the world's best midfielder, but our strikers are even if they don't do shit, we're still gonna win. Like you know what I mean? It's like Lukaku didn't do anything, Harris didn't do anything, Mount didn't do anything. It's like, oh, we'll still beat you. Like, you how know, do you compete with that? <laughs> you know who's really proving me wrong is Rudiger. Slowly, he's I mean, I know so he's good. I know he's in a good system and everything works, and it's a back three, and you've got Thiago Silva and blah blah blah. But you've also got Alonso that doesn't defend whatsoever on his side over there, and he's been really solid, man. Like, I, he's he's definitely like from a character perspective, just unlikable because he loves to injure people and just be <laughs> extra. But he is such a good defender. Can we also say that Alonso was shit for a, a couple of years? Sure, he, he had his up and downs. Tuchel came, he was gone. Tuchel came in and it's like, okay, like I hate, maybe I hated this Lampard dude. <laughs> Let me show what I can do. And to Mo's point, I'm not even sure he def- he's a defender. He's like not. he's he was it was basically like a four four two with Alonso and Lukaku at times. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, he's got. Uh, I heard a stat about that. He's got twelve touches in the opposition box this season, and Kane has ten. Like he he's literally an attacker. Was but, Kane a left winger today in that game? Yeah, yeah. Nuno. I I actually rated that from Nuno. It didn't work at all. But I was just <laughs> impressed. He's just like Kane. Fuck you. Go and play, go and play on the left, which was very funny. But also because the the commentators couldn't stop going on about oh look how deep he's playing it's like yes he's not playing up front yeah Kane like, playing you keep saying pain is uh, Kane's playing on the left is just taking me back to the game at the beginning of the pod with the political parties <laughs> uh, he would definitely be a, a Tory right. wanted you you had a lot to say about Kane physically educate us well he just I mean again we talked about the hangover after the Euros he was shit at the Euros anyway mm-hmm. um he Came back at the start of the season. They had all the turmoil in preseason. It, you know, he didn't train for a long time after the Euros because he was at the Euros. And also there was a little, a couple of weeks there where he was just trying to move. Um, and I just think he looks very off the pace. And he can, he, what helps Kane is that little bit of acceleration. He was never fast, like top speed, but he could push it past you just to get that extra yard. And then his technique for, you know, contacting the ball for a, for a shot is probably the best in the league. If not, you know, one of the best in the world, just that contact. He's very good at kind of, you know, tightening his body, getting the ball to kind of do that thing where it just goes like an arrow into the corner. 
But this season, he cannot do that little push. And he relies on it for his assists and for his contributions. And as long as he cannot get that part of his game back, he will struggle big time. And he struggled a lot of times in midfield this game, you know, trying to get past, you know, defensive midfielders or central midfielders. And he just could not do it physically. Yeah. And, and I think you can get away with, with, with a player like that who can just bury a chance, even if he's mm. not 100%. You can get away with that if you're creating chances, but they're creating nothing. So, do you think he knew that and decided I need to get to City now because I'm physically deteriorating and I just need to be in and around the box to finish chances? He, I mean, maybe, but he, he is like very adamant that he's going to be playing till he's like late 30s, 40. Yeah. And, and, and what I will say, like, I'm skeptical of that too, but what I will say is that we've written him off physically before. And he's come back hmm. and, and been top goal for a top assist last season. So, like, well, he also always I'm, starts I'm, the seasons very slow. Yes. So, this like, I'm true. hesitant to to write him off now. But that's um, also because as an Arsenal fan, you have a soft spot for Spurs. But that's a different story. <laughs> he's also English. Mm. Yeah, but with Alex, with Alex, it's the opposite. If anything, <laughs> with Alex, that, that doesn't help. No, that's yeah. Alex it went really full English during Euros to the point that I actually felt really bad when I know it was, was so it was so nauseating seeing Alex so English. Yeah, I remember when different. you first like commiserated me when England lost, and it 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 felt like oddly appropriate, and, <laughs> and I had to second guess myself. Like, what is going on here? You actually like I needed that. <laughs> yeah, I was commiserating you a little bit more Saka specific than England wide. Mm. If that makes sense. Fair enough. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. Um. Another team I've got a soft, soft soft spot for, Brighton. They beat Leicester, man. They're, are they the new Leicester? They hope not. Because, I mean, okay, they, you can win the league, fine. I'll take you, that back. Take but, it. but right now, Leicester are just, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They're unwatchable as well. They're not playing very well. Um, something's up with them. And yeah, I think Brighton are are a lot of fun to watch. And I just you just want them to do well. You know, you want... Brighton to do well. Danny Welbeck's back. He he tweeted before the game, I'm back. And I'm like, come on, man, relax. But then, you know, here we go. So fair play to him. Basuma, yeah. man. Basuma is a baller. Best midfielder in the league, according to himself. I'm I'm okay with that. Say it. Go ahead, man. Say it. You you're you're, you're never it's the, it's the closest you get to the damn thing, so go ahead. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a university paper. Can you cite your sources? Yeah, me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like him a lot. He, he's a great player. And when he goes to Liverpool, I'll be so annoyed. Yeah, he's nothing compared to Ben White, though. We definitely got the right player. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Oh, you know who looks good? Uh, Cucurella. I like the look of him. Mostly because he looks like Guendouzi as, just a, as a left back. He is a beast. And I know this, people hate hearing this, but he's a beast on FIFA. He just is. Cucurella? He's the, yeah. He's a beast on FIFA. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, that's everything for the Premier League. Um, Bernie, you wanted to laugh at Juventus and Barcelona, I think. I want to laugh at a bunch of pe- things. So, you know, Juventus. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, what, four games, no wins? Like, Ronaldo was a problem? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Listen, I like Allegri a lot, but they've left him with nothing. Like, it's not even his fault. That team was assembled poorly. And whatever they did this summer was nonsense. Like, he had to try and play McKinney in a front three. <laughs> Come on! Resigning Morata was the first sign of, of stupidity, Just as far as I'm concerned. Like, and now they're being linked to Lacazette. Like, come on! Please! <laughs> Please! 
<laughs> this team is finished. Like, it's finished. And I know Mohamed will love this, but hedging your bets on Dybala, he's not a guy to carry your team. I'm sorry. He's a sidekick. That's what he is. He's always At be best. a sidekick. At best. Like, come on. Because he can't even be a sidekick for Argentina. So, I mean, you know, it's not 100% given that he can even be a sidekick. <laughs> the other thing that cracks me up about Juventus is that they they made this big move for Delit, right? And they were like, ah, oh, the new generation, the new best defender in the world. He's come to Juventus, shit. blah blah blah. It, they they don't play him. Like they still they still rock Bonucci and Pialini every week, and it's just like, I know in Italy you do you know you're young until you're 28, but like if you're gonna go with this guy, you gotta go with him, and the old guys need to step aside, and they just never do. He, he's I mean he isn't very good, but like still like. Retire the old guys and try something like freshen things up a little bit. <laughs> like at least it's like, what is Kulusevsky wasting his time there doing? Chiesa they move. got for a packet of crisps and like Locatelli. <laughs> like I'm so with Locatelli, man. He could have done something more progressive with his career, but whatever. I mean, his other option was Arsenal, so I'm not sure about that. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah. uh, um, but at, at top of the series, Napoli smashing their way to the top. Osman looks good. Insignia's carried on. No, no Euro hangover for him. Um, them and them and Inter are uh, leading the pack right now. Inter lost so much this summer. Like Lukaku, Hakimi, someone else left. I can't remember. And they're like, eh, we're still going to win the league. Like, <laughs> thinking, I think you're thinking of Conte. <laughs> yes, the, the, the genius manager. Yes, my bad, I forgot. And they were just like, yeah, we're going to win. Like, come on, mate. Like, isn't this... How far must this league fall for that to happen and they're still going to win the league? That's just sad. I, I will say I told you they still had a good team. Oh, Roma lost, finally. They, their, their winning run has come to an end. And so now we will presumably start to see all the poison come out. Mm. Okay. But, he, but he already picked his, his beloved uh, players. Like, you already know, like, he loves Tammy Abraham and he's going to kind of follow mm-hmm. him to the sun but then someone else is going to get thrown under that bus very soon but tammy though like he's balling he is balling and I, i'm enjoying it like it's the only thing i can say i'm in, I, I will enjoy from a jose team is tammy abraham balling out and he's not playing he's not playing megatarian which is lovely <laughs> <laughs> he's like i remember you <laughs> Small, smalling didn't start this game in um well, one player I will say, at least from from the highlights that I will pick up on, because I think I'm pretty sure that in the summer I criticized this signing, and it was largely related to Xhaka because they wouldn't pay for Xhaka, but they spent like 20 million on Eldor Shomorodov, um, who's an Uzbeki striker. <laughs> he sounds like he's in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he does. He 100 percent does. Eldor. <laughs> Eldor. Um, but every time I see him play now, he looks really good. So just one to watch. Okay. Um, Barcelona. Let's laugh. <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, did, did, they, did they eventually draw to Granada or lose? Drew. They drew, right? Because I, I remember this, this the Barca Twitter man is in meltdown. They hate <laughs> what's his name. Was it your manager? What's his name? Koeman. They hate Koeman. He came out saying, you know, Koeman, Barca has a future because of me. So obviously they used that while they were, you know, trailing to Granada or whatever. They had a strike force of De Jong and Piquet trying to salvage a game against Granada. Like, it was just embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. So, I'm, I'm confused. They are able to register Luke de Jong. Does that mean they couldn't register Aguero anyway? Or, like... He's, no, they did, but he's injured, isn't he? Oh, they did manage to... Okay. 
And people, uh, Barca Twitter, all they do is they kind of show the when Aguero was online playing his stupid little games, and like they're like, it's sometimes it's during games. He's just playing. He's online. <laughs> so there's that. What a shambles! What an absolute shambles! Oh, they're playing Cadiz nuts next week. So excellent. If they if they lose there, I mean that'll be both uh, both of these games. <laughs> <laughs> just man, the lineup is just depressing. Like Eric Garcia is there, obviously Alejandro Balde is a kid. Then Busquets is still still piddling around in the middle of midfield, getting run over by everyone. Sergio Roberto, they're giving a new contract to for no reason. Coutinho, Depay, and Demir, like, uh, and then I look at the bench and it's even worse, obviously. Oh, Pedri's injured, of course. As, <laughs> like, as, as, as is like, We Did didn't see like, this coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, Pedri and, and Fatih are probably two of the best young players in Europe. So that is a big miss, but it's still a shambles. Rick, Ricky Peak, the one they doesn't Kuman doesn't like him. It's just it's just hilarious. Uh they deserve it for all Madrid the- are uh, Madrid are doing well though. I mean mm. <laughs> I like the idea that Benzema thought, mm, this summer the link up is gonna be with Mbappe and I'm gonna kill it for France and when he joins Madrid. But instead, him and him and Vinicius Jr. are killing it. Vinicius is having a baller season and Madrid fans are loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's turning into the guy that they th- well I think we might have said this before once but hey for now he's turning into the player that they thought he would be. Yeah, it's the thing that I, I kind of occurs to me about him and Rodrigo and, and what have you is that like they bought them so young like we've been watching these guys for three or four seasons but they started at like seventeen eighteen and we're, they, because of the price tag and it's Real Madrid and where your expectations are crazy but like they're like twenty one now. And so, like, yeah, they're, they're going to yep. improve, you know? Same as, like, well, City are trying to do that with that cocky kid. Mm-hmm. Where his name is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm going with Keiki just because it's funnier. Keiki? Well, it's all about what his first name is. But anyways. <laughs> um, so, I think this is going to be a weird one. But, like, if Madrid don't win the league this season, then they're, you know, there's... There's no reason for them not to win the league. I mean, Atle- oh my God, Atleti. Like, you guys remember the Champions League round, which was, like, brilliant in so many ways. And then you got Atleti versus Atle- Atle- whoever it was, like, nil-nil, just draws. <laughs> they yeah. just keep doing that, man. They keep doing that. But they're At- top At- of the table. Atletico are top of the table with nine goals scored, five against. Like, they're just so, like, <laughs> one nil, two nil, maybe. There's no, there's nothing more. As if they, they get two and they're like, calm down. So and like Real Madrid have 15 goals. Like this is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Oh, it was a Suarez double today that, that won them the game. If today, anything, it's gonna be today. him. Why in La Liga? Hmm. Oh, interesting. Hermoso assist. Hmm. Um <clears throat> the my final laugh is Lionel Messi. And I'm I'm doing it now because I will probably never be able to laugh at him again. <laughs> so while I can get it in, I'm gonna get it in. Like subbed off, and then they win the game, and he maybe rightfully, wrongfully, whoever you, 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 whichever side of El Chiringuito you are, <laughs> decided to show Pochettino that he wasn't happy, and he did not celebrate the winner uh, either. It's it's who it's not does well. Pochettino think he is? <laughs> he is nobody. 
It he's worked. literally, I know it did not work. Nothing happened. He was literally. He won the game. The guy who he brought on won the game. In this, in this span, it doesn't even matter. In this span of football history, he is a nobody. So do not sit there and think of Messi in the seventy. Minutes. Are you insane? Are you, are, are you are you not embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're killing They won the goddamn game with the substitution. One is like if PSG get relegated with yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. as long as Messi plays every game. This is about Messi. This is not about PSG anymore. <laughs> like nobody cares about what happens with PSG. Everybody just cares about what happens with Messi. Like Messi is more important. I don't care if PSG get their stupid two points or whatever extra because they scored in the last minute. They're going to win the league regardless. This is all, like, the people who spend the money on Messi and to make it happen just want to see him play every minute. Okay? Pavertino needs to understand that because no matter how well he does, he's going to leave. If that's Oh, happen. well, yeah. I mean, I think he knows that anyway. So he's like, fuck it. I might as well do what I want to do while I'm here. But, like, for me, Messi needs to try harder to avoid being a massive cliche. Like, oh, I'm the best player in the world. I'm going to throw a strop when I get subbed. Yeah, like, it was just so obvious. Grow up. <laughs> it's like, bruv, you're in a new league. You're not playing well. No goals, no assists. Like, come on, get off the pitch. Like, just yeah. get off the pitch, okay? Not everyone can have a hot start to the season. It's just, yeah. it's not not just... everyone can have a team yeah. built around him putting in tap-ins. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be built around Messi, then. It's spicy. Brother, have you seen... Brother! Watched... <laughs> it's about to get serious! <laughs> I honestly... <laughs> honestly... <laughs> that was actually came out of nowhere. I'm actually upset. <laughs> I was like, brother, oh my god! is <laughs> going down to Dundas Square. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen... <laughs> I watched the Champions League game. There was amazing games to watch. You know, the 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 Dortmund young boys game or whatever, yeah. young games, you know, whatever. <laughs> there was like some 6-3 game. I can't remember which one. Anyways, there was unreal games to watch, but I slugged it out with PSG and whoever at nil-nil or whatever the hell it was. And, brah, a midfield of Herrera. Um, who else? Uh, Didn't who else? Herrera score in that game? Yeah, yeah, but he was shit. <laughs> one of his like the sub won the game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Herrera, Paredes, Herrera, Paredes, and whoever the hell was third in midfield, not Verratti, were so was shit. It, and uh, then you've got Ghana? yeah, uh, gay, I think, or so. I think it was someone yeah. else. And then you've got Kimpembe, and you've got it was just bad, man. Like they are so front heavy that it's not looking good forget Messi for a bit like the team is just not looking balanced whatsoever they need to do some I mean Hakimi is okay but he didn't play well either like they need to start to balance this team in midfield because no matter how good the front three are going to be if you lose the midfield battle against good teams you will never win the Champions League it's just not going to happen yeah that's fair I mean they they have plenty of defensive midfield options Wijnaldum is so bad it was Wijnaldum that game he was so bad wow Winning the Champions League, we, we thought they would do that. No, we didn't. No, no, we, did, we didn't think that they would do that. <laughs> we really didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I just hate it when like you know when Messi Pog- sucks. I just hate it when like someone thinks they're more than they are. Like Pogatino thinks he's not Messi. It's just like it's no, so bro. personal uh, for under- yeah, My understand, understand your role in this plot. <laughs> Don't go. This is your box. Do not step out of it. That's it. Who was it? There was a Barca manager who subbed him. Was it Valverde when he was like, like exactly the same thing happened. Valverde, I think, subbed him, and he made a a, a mess on the touchline, 
And Valverde was like, listen, man, I know you can get me sacked anytime you want to, but you don't need to make it so obvious. <laughs> I can imagine Nasser coming if you like, hey, hey, what is this? What are you doing? You, Messi you gets home me, and there's you, just a new car there. We're paying him 100 million. Get him on the pitch. Imagine this. Imagine how Nasser felt in the 70th minute when Messi got subbed. Okay. Imagine that feeling. And then tell me that some stupid last-minute goal to get him two points against God knows no one cares, Leon, whatever, is like going to make that feeling go away. No chance. You know no was chance more embarrassing? that he cares more about that. You know what was more embarrassing? When he spent the wealth of a country and Lille won the league last season. Yeah. Yeah, but then you signed Messi and you play him. Oh, who, who was it last part we were laughing about not playing him and we're like, we played him? Arshavin? And then who won the yeah, United? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, um... Uh, uh, Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Yeah. So same thing. You play Van der Beek. You play huh? Arsene, and you play Messi. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are we going here? <laughs> Three players who are categorically in the same league. Oh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. I I think PSG are just happy they won the game. Uh, yeah. Yep. So Fair I've enjoyed that. It won't ever happen again. But I've enjoyed that laughing at Messi. Yeah. It's about yep. time. Absolutely. Well, we we can do it again in the uh, Champions League quarter or semifinals. Oh, they're not going to win it. They're not going to. Yeah, they're going to like Bayern or whatever. Whoever has a good midfield, like even City could do it. Chelsea, like they're going to all beat PSG. So so we so we can be like, oh, it's a failed failure transfer because they didn't win the Champions League like they were supposed to. Well, you can write every PSG transfer off in that way because everything is about winning the Champions League. But everything is about Lionel Messi. Mm. Remember that. As Mohamed has, has has pointed out painstakingly, and that's that's what the greats have to live with. So it is what it is. <laughs> that sign off kills me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, brother. <laughs> it is what it is, brother. <laughs> that's more Will Smith than. than, than <laughs> all right. With that, uh, we are all off to single-handedly save the planet from something. You know. Yeah. Yes. I'm not right. sure what my role here is, but okay. You'll work it out. All right. I'll know when I know. Exactly. Until then, just complain. Peace, brothers. <laughs> <laughs>